What's up, y'all? It's your boy, D. It's Bubba. And we're back again with another quality episode of Quality Content Podcast. I'm going to just take a second to acknowledge the fact that that's not the first time we've tried to do that. <laughs> no, okay? it's not. And it went seamlessly that time. Beautiful. But before we get started today, on a serious note, we got to give a, a, a second to acknowledge the passing of one Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna Bryant. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Gianna Bryant and the other victims of the terrible helicopter crash that happened about a week ago, right? Yeah. right where we at now? Listen, Kobe was one of my favorite players. He got me into not just basketball, sports, period. Like, I wouldn't be into football, basketball, UFC, none of that stuff. Well, maybe me. But, he started, you get what I'm saying? Like, that killer in, that killer instinct, that never say die mentality, that it don't matter who's on the other team, what the scoreboard say, I'm going to throw these shots up and I'm going to get these buckets and I'm going to do what I got to do to get us this dub. Five-time champion. The league will truly miss him. He will be a presence that the league will forever miss. And I'm truly sad that he had to go out so gosh darn tragically yeah like i wasn't even a basketball fan honestly but everybody knew about kobe like i knew he was like one of the greatest to ever play so just hearing the news about him dying in that in in that way it was just shocking like it really didn't even feel real because like i woke up to the news i was taking a little nap woke up i was like whoa, whoa, whoa what the fuck like i look it still don't feel real right, to this bro. day i was walking to work and mind you i'm always late to work okay so i'm like hustling to work today because my manager was like listen stop that shit so i was like all right gotta get to work on time i'm walking down the street i see it pop up on tmz which is another crazy thing but whatever. It popped up later from facts I let later learn. But it popped up on TMZ that Kobe Bryant had passed away. I'm like, yo, hold up. I had to stop. Mind you, I'm hustling to work. So for me to stop, it must have been something ground shaking. So I stopped like, yo, what the hell? This can't be real. This ain't true. So I just Googled Kobe Bryant because, I mean, Google always got the answers. Let's be real. And if Kobe died, it should be the first thing that popped up. It was the first thing that popped up. You know, besides Wiki. But Wiki always first thing that popped up. Mm. But, you know. Kobe popped up first, and I was like, oh my gosh, it just was like, I almost wanted to call out of work for a hot second, like legit, I almost wanted to call out, because it was like, dang, y'all don't get it, like when you a big sports fan, you remember the factors and the people and the teams and the events that got you there, you know what I'm saying, like, and he got me here, you know, like he was a big part of that, so I just want to say thank you to him for all the memories and all the moments and all the emotions that he done made me feel and see and witness and say I'm truly sorry for the loss to his family and his other children as well as the families and the friends of the other victims of the, of the helicopter crash and yeah yeah it's really a sad event man and what's really like got me is like his daughter was on that crash mm-hmm. too like it just it just seemed like the worst possible event happened and right. like so I'm gonna lay it on kind of thick for you guys right here, all right? But this is the this is the type of deep stuff that just really makes me just feel for that stuff, you know? And I can only imagine what a father would like what somebody who knows about this, who has kids would feel. You get what I'm saying? But just me sitting here as just a fan of him, basketball wise, and him as a person, just imagine him being on that plane, 
sitting across or sitting next to his daughter, knowing that this plane is about to crash, it's about to go down. There's nothing you can do. And as a father, your first instinct is, I gotta protect my my daughter, my my child, my seed, no matter what. And knowing that there's nothing you can do, you gotta sit across from her and tell her everything is gonna be all right, all right, sweetie. I love you. We gonna get through this. Just, 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 just imagine it. By the way, it's the second episode I did that stuttering shit. <laughs> I gotta cut it out. But just imagine it, like. That type of stuff really just hits home for me. It's like, life can be here and gone. Just like that. Like that. No one's invincible. That man was literally, he caught the helicopter all the time for years. I would, I don't know his daily schedule, but quite a few times throughout the week. So for him to, for, for it to go like that, that's like imagine you leave home one day in your car to go to work. And that's the last time anybody see you. You just on your way to work in your car, your little four door mid class sedan. It got a five star safety rating, and Why that's is it. That important because I'm just that's how secure the helicopter has been for him. Like that was his five star safety rated four door mid size sedan. Like this wasn't supposed to happen, but it is what it is. Like I said, it's our it's sad sad to sad that it's a thing, but. You know, basketball continues to go on. Yeah, people were playing hard for Kobe, yo. Yeah. Like, they weren't playing. Here's one thing. Um, Just now we got the transition. Now I got a LeBron James, okay? Here's the thing. If there's ever a game, if there's ever a game that you should win, it should be the basketball game that is literally in – Memorial to the death of Kobe that just happened. That the first LA home, you have to like come on, bro. Come on. I like, I yeah, he was uh, it looked like see, LeBron, you were right, he's he's not the same player, like he he tries to pass it all the time, like he. He don't have that takeover. Well, he still has that takeover mentality. But it's, not the same. But it's it's really like like he's just trying to save himself. He for, defers way too much. Right, exactly. Like I understand people want to be like, oh, he's gonna make the smart basketball play. But fuck all that. Sometimes we down by four. Bully somebody. Yeah, it's four minutes left and we need a bucket. And I'ma get that bucket. Which is one of the things I loved about Kobe. Kobe would have got that bucket or he would have he'd went over 30 trying. Like, that was the game to win. That stuff really makes me question my willingness to be like, I feel good about them in the playoffs. Because I feel like, think about this. Every game they played against the Clippers, he they've lost. He's yeah. been outperformed. Yeah, by who? Just, just, tell, just tell our audience who outperformed him. The Los Angeles Clippers. No, but who's the star on the Los Angeles Clippers? It's not Paul George. I mean, they have a very good team oh dynamic, yeah. and that is a very big part of why they have the success that they have. So to call one person the the Guys. overall MVP of the team is kind of like premature, considering it's their first season together. Guys, you're talking to a man that is in denial right now. He in just, denial of he what? He just can't accept that... There's a better team out there with with a better all-star right now. And that's Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. He just can't accept that 
they won't beat them. When it gets to the playoffs, and I hope it does, uh, when they when they go against each other and they're down 3-0 in the series, and he's and I'm looking at him side-eye like, what's going on, bro? You told me LeBron and them was going. <laughs> like, he just can't accept it. Listen, it's not about it. But, uh, see, I can't even really argue back because, to be honest, at this point, I'm starting to question the king. I am starting to question the king, okay? Because you, you, you've been – I feel like the closest to playoff games they've had are the games against the Clippers and the game with Kobe because I feel like the, it's like, come on, bro. Like, all right, we got purpose. We It's the reason we want to win these. These ain't just regular, normal, regular season games. These are the Clippers who everybody thinks we're going to play against in the finals, and this is for Kobe. It's time to turn it up. And I've seen him at the end of the Kobe game at certain points. He couldn't take over. He couldn't. Settling for threes, getting to the paint, want to pass out to somebody else or throw up a brick. Stuff like that. It's like, no, I don't need that. I need to see takeover run, okay? That's what I need to say. But that's my little spill, my little spill on right. LeBron Elmwood James, okay? That's not his middle name. But, yeah. Um, in other news, I have a question. There's something I've seen online that I would like to know your thoughts on. Alrighty. So, apparently, there's this, it's becoming more of a thing. It happened once up here already. Um, remember the whole thing about the lady writing a letter to the dude about his hair? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, they are keeping some dude from getting into the school or playing for the team or some type of denial of access to some academic opportunity because he has dreads. How do you feel about that? Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Mm-hmm. He's being right. denied something because... based off his hair. Well, then that's stupid. What like, would you call? First of all, what would you call that? I'll call that. It's not race. Is that racism though? Because it's not based off skin. It's based off hair. That's not race. Prejudice. But what would you call? See, that's more of a T question because we have this little thing about racism, but I'm not gonna get into that. But um, all right, yeah, but. Okay, do you think that that's okay, though? That you can deny somebody something because their hair? No. Ever? Do you think there's any hairstyle that you would think is inappropriate? That you... All right. You, uh... You the boss of some company. You interviewing somebody. Is there ever a hairstyle they'll walk in and you would look at them and be like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not hiring you. Right off rip. I mean, that's if it looked... Honestly, like ridiculous, like a hairstyle that's not okay. Something that's been seen. What would you consider ridiculous if she walked in with pink hair? No, pink low hair. No, pink mohawk. Is the sides? Uh, no, they're yeah, the sides are bald. They trimmed down. She said, "Give me a hustler, but leave the top real long." I don't know. I have. I would really have to see. It's her so work. low. She can't even get a lineup. It, it don't show. No, I'll have to see her. Uh, her uh, resume because that's crazy. It was still spotless. Oh, she, was she great. can get the job. But her hair was just out of pocket. I mean, it's not my place to she say had what you want. Dandruff. Bad dandruff. If she works, it stunk. Bro. All right. Why is the? It's just, <laughs> Getting off the point, like <laughs> no, but all right, the point to be served that that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the fact that you would take some, the fact that you would first of all to judge somebody based off their hair is ridiculous. Now, the only time I think that it would be permitted is if it looked a mess. 
I don't even think crazy is it. Because people got different interpretations of, you know, what they want. You see, but no. What if somebody came to work at your job and they had MAGA, like, shaved off the back of their head? MAGA? Yeah. I mean, look, people... Or just something crazy like a Confederate flag. That's... They came to the interview with a Confederate right, flag. what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> you interviewing somebody to work at your business... This is your thing, quality content podcast studios, and we need them to have an executive position on the board, okay? This is suit and tie, and he walk in that joint with a Confederate flag, very visibly, very detailed, clean lineup, everything. No. Why, though? So, hold on, wait, why? That's actually a bad look for the company, though. Some some nigga in our executive position has a Confederate flag, like... Okay. Shaved into the back of his head. Like, I can see, you can see how that could get. What the fuck? These what if he had. There's one gender. There's one gender? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's two gender. <laughs> I bet there's two genders. Shaved uh, out the back of his head. That's careful, still a bad careful. Look. That's still a bad look. But would you hire him? No. It was a hard no for the Confederate flag. No. I wouldn't hire him. Because <laughs> there's still. Drawing, it's still too much attention on you. Right, what if he had pro life? It's still like, why are you getting saved? What if he's dead? Why are you getting political sayings <laughs> shaved into your head? Like, no, okay, but yeah, remember what the story is that ain't the way to go. Like, all that stuff about um, judging people based off of it's not just see, it's not just racism, you can be prejudiced against somebody off of anything. That's something people convince themselves of, like, like that's not wrong. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't, they tell them, she probably, the lady or whoever it was involved probably just telling themselves, oh, I just don't like that hairstyle. Trying to make it, like, specific. It's just something about that hairstyle on you, you know? Yeah. But I don't think it's that. Because anybody could have walked in there with that type of hairstyle, you'd have been wrong. And that's, I mean, and you would have, I feel like you would have had that same reaction of, like, nah, you ain't it. You know, you don't fit the image. That ain't it. Another question. Sorry, I'm quick with the transitions. T's not here to keep right. it all we, together, we guys. Games. We wild. You feel me? Uh oh, it's a different episode. Yeah. Oh, we loud. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, back on track. Did you see the Super Bowl, brother? Of course I did. How you feel about it? Well, I feel like Patrick Mahomes is probably the greatest arm talent I've ever seen out of any quarterback and he's mm-hmm. only going to get better. Um so proud of Andy Reid. He really deserved one. He was a he was a Hall of Famer already, but this just really cemented it. So now nobody can say shit about him. And uh the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan deserve to be shot and thrown in the back of a river cuz they blew the game. First of all, do you think that Mahomes should have been MVP? Okay. Of the of the Super Bowl. Okay, I have a very controversial opinion about it, and is that it, and that is that I think it's really up for debate. I think there's a debate behind it because that last eight minute show, most of that was Mahomes. Now, Tyrell Williams, I, he had a great game. Like Damian. I mean Damian Williams, Williams the right name, right. Super Bowl MVP. He for had the a Kansas good game. City Chiefs. A good game? Bro, he had like 100-something rushing yards and like three touchdowns. Two touchdowns. It don't matter. It do matter. Mahomes had how many picks? Two. And, um, and he had three touchdowns. 
Okay. And he orchestrated the drives. That- I mean, but who scored the last touchdown that was like, all right, it's definitely over. So if Damian Williams. So if Mahomes would have threw a touchdown that same play, would it, you have said the same thing? Maybe, but he didn't. So <laughs> who I mean, knows? In that universe, we have to ask that guy. But <laughs> we live in the universe where Damian Williams scored that touchdown, and that just added his his stature as the MVP of the Super Bowl. Dude, I feel like the MVP of Super Bowl really doesn't matter. Because I feel like there's been years, the Seahawks, when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, a linebacker that took the ball back for a touchdown won mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP. It's but really they, just about when you have the most valuable play. Yeah. That's really what it is. Honestly. And that wasn't even the most valuable play. They beat them by like 40. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. It don't matter. You got them going back next year, I'll be honest. Yeah. What? See, Listen. Listen. I mean, uh, Chiefs? Yes. They have the best shot. Easily. See, let me let y'all know something real quick, right? We live in this household. This is a Pittsburgh household, right? Um, Steeler Nation. Huh. Terrible towels. That did type you, of thing. Did you Steel curtain. what I was saying to bring up the Steelers? Yeah, because you started uh, talking about no... them. No, no, no. Because you started talking about them being the representative... In the ASC for the Super Bowl next year, as if that was just like a thing. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers are not coming back next year with a healthy Big Ben Roethlisberger. An uh, old man. It, he's coming off his best season statistically in and his he career. He just got injured. Five thousand rushing yards to his throwing. I mean, passing elbow. yards. It doesn't matter. Brett Favre had a reconstructed shoulder, and we know what he did. Yeah. So let's not play like that. Like that. That is not like he had any accolades after that. Um, do you not remember that one through that one pass he threw to the in the back of the end zone to that one dude? Do you not remember falling? that game crunching no, pick that he threw in the NFC Championship game? I don't. You probably don't, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, okay. All I know is that Brett Favre played relatively well into old age, as does another old quarterback, TB12, as does another old quarterback in Drew Brees. So, I really don't want to hear that noise about Ben Big Roethlisberger being old when he just came off his best statistical season. We're going to have to see that to believe it because evidence don't support that. Our defense is rejuvenated. And when I say rejuvenated, I mean rejuvenated and pumped full of that thick shit, okay? We are really moving with some muscle right now. T.J. Watt, Devin Bush, Minka Fitzpatrick, we good. Do you think best? Oh, I ain't done that. Oh, it's, it's Lakers. No, 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 no. Do you think Tom Brady is staying with the Patriots? It's been a lot of talk, bro. A lot of talk. Yeah, I think it will too. <laughs> but a lot of teams are going after Tom Brady, yo. And like, so he's he, a free agent. We'll see. This could be the end of the Patriots, guys. I'm be honest. Wherever Tom Brady go, I don't think he's gonna do that good to be to no way. I don't think he will either. If I'm keeping it a bean, it's a whole different team. Like you gonna get wrecked, Tom. You see, here's the thing. I don't think of Tom as like a dot him up type dude. You know, like literally just put the ball in my hand. It don't matter who in the field or where they at. I'm just dot him up. I really think he has a lot of. Um, Timing type things with his receivers. Like I know you're. If you won't play with me, you're supposed to be here at this point because I'm throwing the ball there. If you're not there, it's your fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I think it's that type of thing with Tom Brady, and that's something you need time to build up, especially on a new team. So if he does go somewhere, he's risking the end of his career being spent in mediocrity, 
and at the bottom of the of the of the of the, of the, of the feeding chart because he ain't got the type of what is it like bond with his receivers that you right. would need that to Carson Wentz has with practice squad Here's wide receivers and everybody at home. Y'all can answer this too. If you live in Pennsylvania, who do you think is going to have the better season of the of the Pennsylvania teams, the Steelers or the Philadelphia Eagles? Philadelphia Eagles. Why? Uh, I think our offense is going to be more dynamic. I'm so glad that we got our got our offensive coordinator uh, fired because he was trash. Um, and then don't even bring up defense because we won a Super Bowl with that same defense. So I think that. In the playoffs, they played relatively well. If Carson Wentz didn't get concussed by that bitch-ass nigga Jadavion Clowney, we probably would have won that game. So, I think we're going to be better. Um, I didn't hear him bring up nothing about the def- the other side of the ball. I said that we won a Super Bowl. Hey, wait, when's the last time we won a Super Bowl? Oh, okay, I can remember that. No, I won a Super Bowl. I can remember that. Uh, I bet you can. It's real far back, bro. Real but far back. You asked me, can real I Real far back, bro. But the question was, can I remember the last time that we won a Super Bowl? The answer to that question is absolutely. It wasn't mm-hmm. that far ago. I mean, that mm-hmm. long ago. It was in yeah. the 2000s, at least. <laughs> okay. Okay? Just because y'all got your little one. Exactly. Our little one. <laughs> Can't take that from me. Yeah, and they can be sitting at that one for the next 50 years. But no, Even if so. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. But um, I'm going to just take a See, this is what I mean. Tina to be here. She can even orchestrate the sports things. Now I'm about to jump back to basketball. How you feel about the Sixers? Be honest. Oh, boy. Um, The Sixers. Wow. I feel like... It's almost time to blow it up. And I'm being completely honest. The process was a bust. Um, they Brett either Brett Brown has to go. Because I feel like at this point, nigga, what are you doing with the team? Nothing. Like, they're disheveled every year. They look confused. All these turnovers every year. It's just annoying. And I feel like if they, if they don't do something this year, they don't even got to be the finals all the way. It could be a Eastern Conference. Do something. Like they're just not a good team. I think they're a good team. They just have an identity issue between Ben Simmons and Joel and Beach. They really should be an inside out team. But Ben Simmons, you kinda wasting him if you just try to make it a go down, give it to M B, let him do his thing. You know? Like, he going to still have them out, them chances where he's going to be in half court. You got to try to get him coming off, pick and rolls, drive him to the basket, to pick and roll with Joel Embiid or Al Horford, which for some reason Al Horford hasn't been used as crazy as I thought he was going to be. But he's had some good moments, and I think that he's really going to show up in the playoffs. Playoff Al Horford is what I'm banking on. Um, But I do question them. They're very inconsistent. Every time I see on my phone, Sixers about to play such and such, Later on that night, seems like more often than not, I'm seeing Sixers have lost to such and such. And it's like, well, damn. Are we going to win any of the competitive ones? Because in the playoffs, all of them are going to be competitive. So, I'm going to be honest. I feel kind of funny about that. I don't know. Yeah, the Sixers are something. So, now I'm at a little bit of a lull because I'm a little on the fence about both my basketball teams. Both of them, bro. Both of them. I'm on the fence about my only basketball team. Uh, hold on. See, here's the thing. Brandon's a in denial Clippers fan. I'm a Kawhi Leonard fan. But he, listen, you should hear this man. 
He's constantly talking about how his point guard, Patrick Beverly, no, is the best stop in the league. It, how stop his big man, Montrez Harrell, I never say be, be giving Anthony Davis fits. I never say these, these are things. quotes, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm, I'm quoting him. All right. He's an undercover Clippers fan, whether he likes it or not. You know what? I'm going to let the good people that listen to quality content decide. Am I a Clippers fan or am I not? And if y'all say I'm a Clippers fan, I'm going to fuck y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, bro. I think we covered it as far as sports. How you feel about that? Yeah. Nope. What happened? Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. Conor McGregor. So, I don't know if you guys seen it, but Conor McGregor's most recent fight took place in January. And it was quite the return to the ring, if I do say so myself. I would say that. Who do you fight? Uh, Cowboy, something like that. Cowboy Cerrone, right? And Cowboy's all right. Right. Cowboy can fight. Cowboy's all right. He's a Hall of Famer. But Connor pieced that man <laughs> up. Listen, first of all, Connor looks bigger, stronger. He looks more focused. This man is on a path of destruction. All right? Anybody gets in his way, they don't get mowed down. Just don't dig It's the truth. You Anybody? Got... What? Who? You don't got nobody piecing Connor. Piecing him? Yes. As in standing up? Beating him standing up? Yes. Some I niggas mean, might mix with him. I but see. I don't got them. At this point, bro, I'm going to be honest. Connor looked very good. You think he's doing that again against Khabib? I mean, but that was more so about if he can stop the uh, the aggression of Abib as opposed to if he can get the hands working, even though he got outmatched in the hands in that fight a little bit. I think it was the second round or third round, something like that. But whatever. If he can stop that aggression, that's the key to the fight. I feel like Connor, you let that man stand up and fire away, he going to find his target. Uh, he didn't find it against Khabib. That was before the new rejuvenated one. Remember how I said something about rejuvenated, pumped with the thick stuff? Conor McGregor got the thick stuff in him right now. Guys, I don't even know what to say about this one. I don't even know what to say. Guys, he says stuff like this all the time. And it's like, That was a slip up. Okay. Okay. Y'all know what I mean. He got, like, he's strong. Okay. Like, he's powerful. I was going to say thick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which I get what I'm saying. He's a strong individual, and he's he back. The man is back, better than ever. And he ready to take over the divisions. I'm calling it right now. I think he'll do well in welter. You see, that was a very purposeful statement by him. <laughs> okay, because he just said welter. I said the divisions with an S. Right. I talked. I specified what you should have said because your first quote was wrong. He won't be Khabib, but he'll do well in welterweight, what he just fought in. That's the bottom line. All right. That's the bottom line. Okay. Anyway. So, bro, you want to know something that's really crazy going on right now? What, bro? Yeah, you probably should have said it right after Kobe, but um, it slipped my mind. You know, it ain't like we not the color of the month it is, you know. So, yeah, it's Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen. 
Happy Black. See, we need like a thing for yeah, Black Nobody History gets hyped about it. Yeah, black like, History What do you month. say? Oh, yeah. Happy Black History Month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so <laughs> But, bro, I actually have a serious question about that. What? Um, Do you think we should have a Black History Month? I mean, yeah. I feel like it's important. I feel like a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I feel like a lot of the education we get for black people isn't rooted in where we actually came from. So for a lot of people, it's a reason or at least a focus for us to or a time for us to focus on it or incentivize ourselves to focus on that and get in touch with it. Because it ain't something that's really being pushed unless you go out your way to seek it. And every other day of the week. And black people did a lot for this country. So I feel like it would be a nice little show. Even though, I mean, we could, reparations would be nice. <laughs> Shit, fuck a month. Let me get some reparations. But it's something. I mean, ain't going to say no to it. You feel me? Like, Black History Month is cool. Only thing I don't like is them arguments. If this is really what the mindset if it is, like... Oh, black people are kind of like whatever. Let's just give them this one little month so they can treat them like shit the rest of the year. But we can at least say, y'all got Black History Month. Mm-hmm. If that's the mindset behind it and that's really it, then I ain't with it. But for, uh, well, if we allow that to be the mindset behind it, then I'm not with it. But I choose to think of it like, no, it's a chance for us to be prideful in who we are, which we can always be that way. But see, then that makes me think. Because look, I got, I, I got one qualm with it, like one problem. And it's like... I feel like our history, it, it, they try to separate it. Like, black history is American history. Like, it would be, I feel like it would be more profound if, like, history, history class as it is, like, American history, like, they incorporated a lot of the black stuff with the white stuff. So it would be, so you would feel like, you could get that same acknowledgement and stuff like that, but like everybody, separating. yeah, and you don't have to like go out of your way to try to find it. Like it's it's in front of your face, like right. where everything else is. And I think that's a good point of like it that it almost is like a separation. Like no, y'all history ain't ours. Like no, yeah. it's different. Black history is different from you know what we got going on. But sometimes we go out our way to separate it to separate it. Right. Like you know like. I feel like black history for a lot of people is an opportunity for them to be, to show their Afrocentric side, you know, mm-hmm. because what really is black, like, history outside of, like, what we Africa. did for the country. Yeah, right, right. and the slave history we had for America, there's not really much to celebrate if we really talking about the whole span of what America has been. A lot of that, we wasn't really in the best of positions. I right. mean, we would be celebrating stuff, but... I feel like I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I, I just feel like there's such a weird, like a weird time in African American, like for the black, co- right. the color black people. That slave stuff is really a weird time. Right. It really is a weird time because it was, it's like a, a. All right, anime reference coming in, guys. Be forewarned. <laughs> um, it's like in One Piece, the void century for black people. Like, yeah. it's just like. There's no history really that we really want to tell. You get what I'm saying? Not, but there is. It's just buried deep beneath the layer of right. we were in, we were treated like shit. That is the title of the black experience for a lot of our American history. 
just being treated like shit. Now, we have people who overcome that. We can be proud of our struggles, but when we can we start to be proud of our, like... Accomplish... Like, our yeah, just... Yeah, our accomplishments that wasn't fighting for... My bad, y'all. Oh, my God. How unprofessional. Right. Jesus goddamn Christ. But when are we going to be proud about stuff that we fought for that wasn't stuff we should have already really just, been had already? Right. Just... Why is everything that's a black success just filled with so much, like... Turmoil, yeah, or like, like we should have been had this. Everybody right. else had this. We just fighting to get on even soil. You get what I'm saying? I feel like tapping back into that Afrocentric side is black during Black History Month is our way of like, no, this is our history. You know, Cause mm-hmm. like I said before, like you choose to make the narrative whatever you want to make it. Right. We make it ours, like truly ours, not the situation that y'all put us in by bringing us here. But ours, from where we was originally, our motherland. That's what I think the importance of Black History Month is, to remind you that we do have a very deep history that's not just tragedy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, we were quite affluent and quite successful, and this is a time to celebrate it. And if you don't know about it, to learn about it. That's what I think of Black History. That's why I think it's needed, because a lot of people wouldn't, they they, they don't get that type of influence or motivation Mm -hmm. to be be influenced like that, Uh, you know. Throughout the other times of the year. You're right. And I agree with that. But I just feel like we could still have the month. But I feel like we need to really incorporate more black history in regular I feel like it shouldn't even be Black classes. History Month. Because I really like, or not that name. Because I really do like that idea that like black history and American history are one. So you shouldn't draw that distinction. I think that the name should be Black Appreciation Month. Because that's really what we're doing. You know? Exactly. It's like, who needs to celebrate? Why do we need a, a reason to be appreciative of black people? I think we're dope. Not because, oh, we need to, we oh, we're doing it to show, um, touch back into our culture. No, why can't it just be because we just proud to be black? And it's, it's black appreciation. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I do think that, and a lot of people would overlook little, little things like that. Oh, Black History Month. Like, why does the name matter? But it do because it almost is like it's a, it's a difference. Like we're not a right. part this of this is their, the month where we talk about your yeah stuff. where we talk about your stuff. Other than that, you know, right? It's back to the status yeah, quo. Put it back to the to the to the back of the bus where you need to be. You know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I think that that is, I think that's that's real rap. No more. All right, no more Black History Month, Black Appreciation Month. That's yeah. what we doing for now on. We starting that. New hashtag, Black Appreciation Month. You feel me? Black history is American history. American history is black history. You feel me? It's Black Appreciation Month. Yeah. And if you're not with that, you would hating commie. Mm. A fascist. All right. Well, now that Brandon has done his um, assault on people who disagree with him, um, I think it's time to talk about something that is... Quickly approaching, and that is the future of our political status in this um, country. The Democratic Convention, I don't even know what to call them, DNC, whatever their name is, they're having their um, caucuses. Right. And I'm like super into it because for one, the Iowa one just got over. And for people who don't know, there was a big controversy about how the votes were being gathered and, you know, the counts and whatnot. It had something to do with an app that they were trying to 
mix or not oh, mix up, gosh. but they were doing different ways of gathering the votes other than the typical ways of gathering the votes. And because of that, things got complicated and votes weren't counted and they were it was all over the place. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> I'm proud to say that boy Bernie Sanders is right up there near or at the top from the last time I checked. Followed by or behind Pete Bootneg, but close. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? That's his name, ain't it? <laughs> ain't that, 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 yeah, that's his name. Pete Bootneg, but yeah. Um, but I think something is very peculiar. It seems like every year there seems to be something going on with the process to decide who's going to represent Democrats. Yeah, it's always something. Especially, it's crazy. Every time Bernie is just getting some yeah. momentum... Something um, happens. I stuff like that. You see, mm, we know that the polis, politics are a little corrupt. We know that, right? But you would like to think that people are moving with the right state of mind or good intent. Like the real power movers are moving with the right intent. But then when you start seeing stuff like this, where in my mind, my, all right, this is the the Bernie bias, all right. So if you ain't voting for him or you hate Bernie, I apologize in advance. But that. I'm a Bernie bro, okay? Um, Bernie's talking about doing some stuff that would literally shake up the country in ways that could promote, move us in a direction that would literally have us in such a beautiful spot. Um, address stuff that has long been unaddressed. Correct stuff that has long been left to just be like, well... <laughs> Somebody else will do it. Yeah, we'll just leave it and let it rock. And it seems like now that we're trying to actually change... Everybody's campaign is always about change, 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 change. Now somebody's really on some change type time. It's a lot of funny business going on that's keeping that from happening. You know what I mean? I feel like the only way that we're going to get to where we need to be is through Bernie Sanders. And the only way that we're going to get to Bernie Sanders is through a fair, unbiased, un corrupt election system. Only thing holding that back is the whole goddamn political uh, party is corrupt. Yeah, I was talking about this with you like yesterday and I said I really don't like consider my, I don't know if I can consider myself a Democrat because I really view them in the same light as like they're really just for the party. Like they don't care. And Bernie, I think he knows that distinction because, like, he that's why they're so, like, not for him. Let's try to let him associate with them. Because, like, Democrats, yeah, they're not as bad as Republicans, but they're still, like, they're still, like, some old, tiny, like, they just don't, they're not as progressive as they want to believe, you know? Right. I have a question. How much would you agree with this statement? Be honest, okay? Right. Old people are ruining this country. Uh, On a scale of one to ten. Six. Six. All right, why? Uh, Because it's kind of hard for people to be like, oh, my vote doesn't matter. Because, you know, they're living, you know. Mm -hmm. So I I can't really say like, oh, you should just stop doing because you're fucking up the country. But Mm -hmm. like, they're fighting, they're holding back progressive they're holding back progression that's going to happen anyway. Like, yeah. the, I, there's no point in trying to 
keep backing it up. Like, it's going to happen. Mm. And the more you back it up, the harder the floodgates are just more Pushing push. It, right? And then it's just going to burst. Right. And you don't want to see that. And you want to be ready. But when it bursts, you ain't always ready for the burst. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Well, I happen to agree with that statement. Politically, about a eight. <laughs> it might be an eight. I really think it's the older people who are like setting their ways as to like the times and how things move that are keeping progress from moving forward. You get what I'm saying? Because what I find is people, like I just said, people get set in their ways. And people who were used to things being done a certain way, used to being able to overcome certain obstacles and, you know, problems that came up in their life back in the day. They keep that mentality. So it's like, well, you know, it changed, times ain't changed that much. Like I was talking to this one guy who told me that his argument for why they shouldn't erase student loans or why that's not really a good idea is because he paid them. I got through it, you know, 40 years ago. It, you know, and I'm just fine. Yeah, I had to put money out of my pocket, but I made it through. Um, Motherfucker, you could work at a, a diner yeah, and pay for college. Literally, this man told me he worked one semester and paid off his tuition. What? What? We don't live in those times anymore. But because you're stuck in that mindset that you know times has changed, but you don't think things have really changed that much, you think that we should be able to do the same stuff you have done. So you're going to keep it like that. Motherfuckers want to keep the status quo. They might not even necessarily be thinking, oh, I'm against that. They just are thinking, what's the point? Right. But there's a point. Exactly. You get yeah, what I'm right. saying? That's that's even like that's makes it even harder when you already know you're going to have people that's outright our, our contemporaries, people our age who are still going to feel like, no, we right. shouldn't eliminate student loans. But then when you got people who are older, who it's, are just like, no, nothing to do with them. Literally, anymore. what's the point? What do you mean, what's the point? Because you'll be helping out so many people. Who cares if it don't affect you no more? Right. Like, think about your grandkids. Yeah, think about it. And you got to accept the fact that times have changed. Nope. It's harder to do stuff. Stuff ain't as simple as it was back then. So I feel like in order to keep things moving at a healthy rate, because I mean, at some point, we got to look at stuff. Like, he just said it. Change is going to come no matter what. You're just delaying the inevitable. You get what I'm saying? Like, everybody... They, they made weed illegal. Let's be honest. Weed was going to become legal eventually. They just stopped it for so long. You get what I'm saying? But their floodgate was um, the floodgate they wanted to get, which yeah. was the prison system. They wanted motherfuckers to get jammed up behind that floodgate, which, you know, niggas did. But I'm just saying. You get what I'm saying? But as you just said, eventually, shit do change. You get what I'm saying? I feel like they're the reason. Not the reason. But they're one of the big reasons why. Because then I look at the freaking Democratic Party, Biden old ass. Oh, God. Most of the people vote for him is like old as dirt. I don't understand. Biden's Biden is one of the most conservative dudes. I do not like Biden. Like, and I'm not trying to bash. You know, we're not trying to bash these candidates. We're just giving our opinions as to who we like and who we dislike. But Biden ain't, ain't lining up with our views. Okay. We like also accept the fact that like a lot of these people that are voting this way is because they can. Mm. Like they can afford a lot of these people can afford to like not have their tuition paid. Exactly. Like, like they can pay it they themselves. They can afford to like, not have a fifteen dollar minimum wage because I'm making like fifty exactly. at my and job. They're already established. Mm-hmm. So it's like See, that's what I mean by like it may not even be like 
I'm against the idea. It's more so, I'm. It don't affect me. I don't care. Right. Like, why would we waste the resources there? To them, it's a waste because it's not being spent on them. And here's the thing that I really want to get an old. We gotta get an old person on here. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Because <laughs> I really want to ask them. Um, one with kids and one without. You know, oh, it's, it's a whole social experiment around this stuff. Um, as a parent, your pr- your main priority is what? To provide for your kid or your offspring, the generation after you, and make sure that they're set for whatever life that they about to endure. That's your parental instinct, or a good parent at least. Some of these parents be fucked up, but the good ones, they think like that. Um, we're supposed to be in a country where all right, we're united. The older generations are supposed to be thinking about the younger generations. That's just how we're supposed to be leaving things in a better place than we found it for the people to come after us. So the mindset shouldn't be that's a waste because I made it through or because I don't have to deal with it. The mindset should be this would make it so much easier for them. This would help them. Like who cares if it doesn't directly help you? You can't die. You ain't about to go to school. Who gives a fuck? It helps them. I want to know where is that mentality? How does that just get thrown out? You feel me? Like, why is that not something that's carried? Because a lot of these initiatives don't affect them. They help people that come after them. So it's like, all right, you're going to have to find some type of empathy. Mr. Old, Mr. Sanders. I'm not Mr. Sanders. That's Bernie. Bernie got empathy. But Mr. Old Man Magoo that's trying to not let student loans go through. I keep using that just because that's just what I'm going with. But y'all get what I'm saying. name's Magoo. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know Mr. Magoo is on some shit. If your name is Magoo, you come from a very conservative right-wing family, okay? Cabin in the woods type vibe. I'm sorry, Mr. Magoo. I do not agree with that statement. You're a fine, upstanding citizen who pays his taxes on time. And probably listens to quality content. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And, and the second note, just to put a nice little cherry on top of this political stuff, um, the Trump thing. You know, he got acquitted of all charges. Well, honestly, who the fuck cares anymore? That's what I'm saying. Why do the people who was going to trial with him even care? I don't, like, bro, that impeachment shit is on nobody's mind. I'm going to be so real. Nobody cares. He ran with it. This man up here putting up Twitter Jones talking about some Trump 2054, Trump 2078, Trump 20... Like, how do y'all not know he was going to turn this around and use it? Y'all gave him fuel. This is going exactly. to fuel him. This is going to fuel his base. Oh, y'all tried to get him out. Y'all couldn't get him out. We had to stay, baby. Like, utter fail. That was an L. This next election is going to be hell, yo. I really big. think it's going to be a violent election. Like, I'm not yo, lying. what if it's a civil war or some shit? We need no, to really I don't think. No, bro, we need to really start addressing this stuff. Because you never fucking know. Okay? Right. They said if Trump don't get reelected or Trump gets impeached, some of these white dudes on YouTube talking about something, they are going to start fighting. And you know they armed to the T. What are we going to do? I'm going to stay my black ass in the crib. That's not going to work. It is. Realistically, what would you do? If there's a civil if war. If all the white people decided. I don't <laughs> want to say all the white people. <laughs> Sorry. All right, a large portion. No, of not people. even white people. Yeah, a large people, support people yeah. But a large amount of Trump followers were just so pissed off. They was like, no. We starting. Uh, uh, we, we, we turning some shit out. I will hope. First of all, would you fight? No. Why? 
Because honestly, I don't think it would be that many people. But what if it was like some shit was breaking out? Uh, like they flipping cars outside right now. I mean, no. If it's they was that, like, come on out, you fucking Democrats. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if it's that wild, I would just be. I don't want to. And they had no a registry war. list of everybody who was a registered Democrat. Bro, I don't want to fight in a war. Seems like, come out, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can not to fight in that war. Bro, they're flipping cars outside. All right, and I'll start worrying about it when they come <laughs> in here. <laughs> I'll be armed to the tooth. You're chilling. I'm going to get this bitch. Like, All right, bro, throwing my boots on. You ready? <laughs> I'm chilling. Roll the L so we got something to smoke on while we out there, bro. <laughs> come on, we out. I'm going to have my little steak knife. Like... <laughs> <laughs> They go at like 30 holes in one. <laughs> no, but real rap. These are the things we have to start thinking about. I mean, because who would have thought we'd be at war? You know, we at war right now. Think about that. Just think about that for a second. We are at war. With who? Iraq. We bomb them like every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, we bomb niggas like every day. <laughs> that is not funny. <laughs> Like, what are we at war? It might not be a very competitive war, but we uh, we bombing some niggas. No, like, yo, we just got stuck. All this war shit is so stupid. <laughs> we need to slow down as a country. Like, Why are we? <laughs> we're spending so much yo, money. Got, to, Trump like, talk about some 2074. Like, Trump 2074. We at war. We <laughs> then you got this fucking coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Bro, first of all, do you think that's really a... a threat? Nah. I'll be real. I think it's going to be like every threat that happens. They play it up real crazy and then it turns out to not even be that big. Or it turns out, oh, we we're just turboactive with a vaccine and oh, look, we found we found Our some killer. way to stop it. Because yeah. if it really is to that point, there's going to be manpower on that shit. I'm like, well, let me just raise some awareness for y'all real quick. It's not as bad as people are saying. I'm about to say, not that yeah, many people it's have really, it. really, really not. I know you see it all over the news and stuff, but it's really, really not as bad as they're making it seem. I was watching this YouTube video. The dude was like, the common cold kills millions every year. The coronavirus at this point's death toll is like, what? I thought it was hundreds? like 600. Yeah. yeah, it's hundreds. If Think about it. The common cold kills millions. We get the common cold and ain't nothing. We take a day off from work and we keep it pushing. We don't even think nothing of it. But this thing kills millions. We about to be hyped over coronavirus with a couple hundred bodies. A couple hundred bodies? How many uh, higher death toll yeah. for me to start wearing the gas mask? You have to get a... Uh, yeah, exactly. You have to get a higher kill streak if you want me to start going mm-hmm. anti-killstreak measures. Well, exactly. Bring right. my stinger. If you want me to pull out the stinger, I'm going to see a pay blow in the sky. Exactly. All right. You can't be out here with no little fucking predator missile. <laughs> Century gun. Right. I think I'm going to pull out the goddamn boomstick. Like, same Just thing. Just go way. Exactly. Same thing. Like, so don't over... I feel like we shouldn't overreact, and I feel like one of the things going to make us overreact is the media. Which is another big thing. Yeah. Don't trust the media. Say Not you know. even us. Say, all right. You can trust <laughs> us. We're good people. You might have to double check us sometimes, but you can trust us. But um, I think that was a pretty good one. I think that was a great one. I think one. we managed just fine without T. Which I didn't even notice she wasn't here. Uh, right. I thought she was sitting right here. Exactly. She didn't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> That was loud. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's your boy D. Well, it's been your boy D. It's your boy Bubba, a.k.a. Brandon. 
And um, we will catch you guys next time. See you later. Sayonara. Quality content. Quality content. <laughs>